Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 324. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Uh, we got some good stuff to get to. Uh, first things first, the NBA. Yeah, so uh, some crazy stuff has happened over the last week. Uh, I think the craziest has nothing to do with anyone still playing basketball right now. A lot of firing. Uh, so yeah, let's just, uh, well, not, that's not even what I'm talking about. A lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, let's lead off here with uh, John Morant, who uh, was in the news a lot. Was it three months ago? Uh, was it even that long ago? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if it was that long ago, was it? I don't think it was that long ago either. I think it was like March. Yeah, he was away from the team uh, for having some guess, gun issues. I can't remember the entire thing, that he might have had a gun in a club, which would have been prime. I think he did have a gun um, in a club. He pulled well, out his gun. It's all club. alleged, right? He has so. gangster issues. Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I think he's not part of any sort of criminal organization. I think he just, he's You don't have to be. He, he wants to be, yeah, exactly. He's playing gangsta. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a young rich guy with money and wants to have the gun to flash also. And also maybe he's just one of those guys that he, we don't know his past. Maybe there's people he has had issues with in the past or stuff like that. And he's maybe we, there's a bigger part to this that we don't even know and that he's always got to have a gun on him because... Maybe you never know when someone's going to pull up on him, and he needs to be prepared. Uh, I'm skeptical of that. By the way, hey, yeah. there's, I'm, I'm, and I am you too. It's obviously it's far fetched, but there's. You don't need a gun. I've said this before, and I'll use a better example. I suppose he needs Coach Carter to, like, say, "Boy, you're coming to live with me. We're gonna, we're gonna sort you out." Yes, to doesn't choose because he can't just kidnap him. Um, and yeah, let's actually. We didn't even say what happened here. So after his whole ordeal in, in March or whatever that was, um, here after the Grizzlies have been eliminated, uh, again caught on Instagram Live holding a gun in a moving vehicle, which is always great. Like, But I guess the good thing was he wasn't driving it, at least. No, but I don't think you're allowed to do that anyways. It depends. Uh, I mean, yeah, he definitely doesn't have his CC. What is it? CCR? Or, not, or not CCR. Good, but good band. <laughs> he doesn't have a CCW. Uh, but I don't think you can hold a gun, a loaded gun in a car at any, in under any circumstances, or what amendment you're going to. Well, if you have a CCW, obviously you're allowed to take it from point A to point B and to get there, you need a car. Uh, there's, there's weird rules about that stuff. You have to have it in a glove or something. You can't be holding it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about holding it, but I'm saying you can have it on you. Depend. What is on you mean? That's, that's like in a yeah. fucking <laughs> casket thing. Like, how else would you get it from point A to point casket. B if you had a CCW? A the trunk of the car. I'm, there, I'm saying there's. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I, then, think, I, I don't know. Probably different states are probably different. In Texas, you like have to hold your gun the entire time while driving out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you have to at least pretend to shoot at least yeah. two people. But no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're probably right on that. It'd be like, yeah, it would have to be in the trunk or the. Yeah, somewhere that's not definitely not out and about. We can at least agree on that. I mean, obviously, I don't know the rules. That would have to be something for producer Luke, who once upon a time did have his CCW. So, you know, that would be a. Uh, a question for him, I suppose, for what this state's laws are. But regardless, what state was he in when that happened? By the I way? don't know, actually. So I don't even have all the details. But, uh, I'm not a gun expert. I don't want us to become gun experts. I don't want to start t- doing law about this stuff. 
Uh, but anyway, it, it's a bad look. Whether it was legal or not, it was a very bad look for a guy who was supposed to. He went to remember he went to rehab. He went to not being a dumbass rehab. Yeah, I, I saw and something. Relapsed, obviously. I saw something that said that he said he like had his like it woke him up. He said when he was like in Florida, just staring at the the water or something like that. Like he had like a fucking Mufasa moment or something or Simba moment. It's like, well, clearly not. But also, here's so, my okay, thing. okay. Here's the thing. You know how like sometimes people do like a minor crime and then they go to jail and then they learn how to be a better criminal. Yeah. Sending someone to Florida <laughs> to get over their gun issues probably a terrible idea. That didn't but, rehab uh, him. Yeah. But the other thing though too is what who are these people he's hanging out with also? Like if I was if you already knew what had happened, why are you going on Instagram live? Well, I think the guy who was filming it like immediately like shut he it did, off. He like, did. Shit. So it's like it's obviously job being an idiot again. Like it's like when he's on Instagram live, it's like he's a he's been hypnotized. And it's like if Instagram live comes on, he's like, Where's the gun, baby? Can I present the scenario to you? <laughs> What if uh, your friend Joe Martinez was a famous person, maybe a professional <laughs> okay. athlete? Okay. Could you stop him from doing no, something like no. this? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Honestly, I don't even know how good I would be being stopped <laughs> if I had a few drinks in me. But for him, it would be like at any moment. No, you're definitely right. So I think it's, uh, he's, well, it's a good point. He's I mean, having I, fun. We don't know Joe personally. The issue is he might be having fun with this and thinks it's cool, but he's also had issues with uh fights and he, you're you're introducing a gun where it shouldn't be and that can escalate uh we already seen that uh in a basketball related thing uh for earlier this year with the alabama basketball team um yeah you don't want to introduce a gun to that situation even if you're like i'm responsible and i'm you know i'm not actually a criminal you, you might become one after a bad moment so uh the grizzlies have suspended him indefinitely of course there's no basketball being played by him right now anyways uh, so we'll have to see what the NBA does for this. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think the NBA will or should do about this? Uh, it's for- so hard. Uh, there's there's all these things like Malik Beasley got suspended twelve games for gun stuff. That I think really that was, that was worse. But he's sure. not a higher profile for player. Sure. I think the thing that makes this one so bad was it was just everything that just happened prior. Like it's yeah, yeah. and then he's an all star. That, that's like something an actual punishment has to happen this time like and i mean maybe it should be something like 10 games 20 game i don't know but something has to happen this time and i think something will and i was also saying i wouldn't be surprised i mean it hasn't happened yet but i really wouldn't be surprised if memphis ends up canning the coach just because it seems like he doesn't have control on that team like i know you can't really control too much of what jaw does outside but you can at least let him realize like hey dude like you're an important part of this team if this, if, if this team and basketball is your top priority, like you can't be doing stuff like that. And then, you know, he let Dylan Brooks run around like a complete buffoon and now he's not even coming back to the team. So it's like, I just wouldn't be surprised if uh he were to eventually, I mean, if he were to get fired, I mean, I, I mean, who knows? I mean, I guess, I mean, he probably won't, but I mean, it, it just wouldn't surprise me. And also he was a two seed this year and got knocked out by a seven seed. We've already seen coaches that had high seeds this year that didn't do well in the playoffs get fired. And I mean, I guess we can, we're done talking about jaw we can kind of transition into yeah the coaches that have gotten fired with yeah, one of them uh, one, one of them happening today which is a big name um yeah and it's not just this one that from today but uh, yeah doc rivers was officially fired today so uh three years as a sixers coach all three years reached the second round but did not get any further uh the team had better expectations of that i think the first year they were the number one seed um but i don't think in any year they were the best team in the east no but if everything went right, they could make a run, and, and it didn't go right. And Doc has a history 
of teams not doing that well in the playoffs. I mean, Especially aside, when it comes to a Game 7. Yeah. There's a history of that with him and James Harden. So, of course, he did win a title with the Celtics. And then he doesn't get credit for, I think it was like it was like four years later, when they pushed the Heat to a seven-game series, um, when those guys were past their prime. It was kind of the last bit of the KG Pierce team. Um, and people kind of forgot like about that. I mean, Rondo had ascended and become a really great player at that point. Um, but that was a great job he did. So yeah, after after the the title, the Celtics never won again. Pending, of course. Yeah. I mean, th- that Celtics team. Oh yeah. That. Then he had um, a decent run with the Clippers, but again, it wasn't yeah, it was, enough for it was the same fans' thing, expectations. Uh, where just coming up short, and again, he never got past the second round uh, with the Clippers. But he also he did take him to the second round twice, uh, three times maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, in addition to Doc, there's been some other higher profile ones um so you can start with nick nurse that was a long time ago but nick nurse out as the raptors coach after their season ended uh he won a title not that long ago and is considered one of the better coaches uh but he still found himself without a job um and then after that coach bud mike budenholzer of the of the bucks uh won a title just two years ago but after two straight years of uh, coming up short and some <clears throat> some disappointing losses before that what have you done for me uh, lately yeah, it's a cutthroat yeah. world in, this, in uh, the sports business, and that's just how it always has been, and that's how it will continue to be. Yeah, and then the last big one was uh, Monty Williams with the, with the Suns, who was mm-hmm. the coach of the year two years ago, took him to the finals. Uh, they did not win that finals. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that NBA finals of two years ago, both those head coaches are fired. Well, they said that like every coach who's won a title has been fired. Um, <laughs> Buttonholzer, Nick Nurse, mm-hmm. uh, Vogel. Um, yeah, that's a good point. The last, last like, year. And, so it's almost yeah. a curse. It's only, well, it's a Kerr curse because Kerr is the only one who doesn't get yeah. fired. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy how that works. Um, I feel like Kerr is not going to, it's going to be beyond, I think, like this group of guys being together until Kerr ever gets fired. Yeah, I think Kerr will walk away before yeah, he's ever fired. I um, do too. I think, but he'd, then the I other, think he'd be the type of guy that would walk away after this whole little mm-hmm. squad is done. The other two guys that have been safe have been uh, Pop and Spolstro. Well, which yeah. Is, Makes sense because I mean, Spolster just keeps overperforming. It's gonna take like yeah, that's five true, years actually. of I underperforming. Think, I think Spolster might be go one of the most underrated coaches because you really don't get uh, that much. Uh, he doesn't really get like as much credit as I feel like he deserves because it's like obviously he won those titles and it was like oh he had LeBron he had Dwayne Wade yeah, he's whatever. He's never won a, a Coach of the Year award. But it's like he took a you know a Miami Heat team to the finals a couple years ago that nobody believed in. He's got the Miami Heat in the Eastern Finals right now that nobody believed in to start the season. It's like it's it's kind of crazy, but uh, yeah. Should we, uh, is that it for the coaches? No, I, I have oh, something okay. more to say. Oh, so in, in a past age, I would be uh, on the side of these coaches and say these, these teams are being unreasonable. They're getting rid of them too soon. Um, but after what I've experienced, I'd say the last 10 years, and what I've seen of other teams uh, do, I think, I think it makes sense to get rid of your coach every so often. Because, I mean, first of all, if, if the players are unhappy and they're starting to get sick of losing, Firing the coach at least give, buys you some time with them. Um, but I could point to with like with my Clippers, they did not fire Doc Rivers after that whole mess with that team never going anywhere. They should have fired him after the second year because that team hated each other and they hated Doc. And it wasn't necessarily because they were all bad people. It's because they blew a horrible game and it had just a lot of negative feelings. If you get rid of the coach right there, at least you can kind of salvage something. And maybe, you know, Blake and Chris Paul feel better about it and they can all just use the coach as the scapegoat. Um, but you saw with, with the Lakers, 
I was like, they shouldn't. Why did they fire Vogel? Vogel's a good coach. He's a good coach for the Pacers. He has a good defensive system that worked for that year, and the team got worse. It's not really his fault. But now here we are, and I'm like Darvin Ham, fucking that was a great, great idea. Like that guy, that worked out. But four years from now, Darvin Ham might not be getting through to the same players, and he might just have to get rid of him. Doesn't mean he's a bad coach. It just means yeah. his time has come. Uh, and that's the same thing with Nick Nurse. It's like, okay, the team got worse. It's not his fault. Um, but it's just maybe it's his time. Uh, with Monty Williams, I think it's a little less um, of a good move, but it does seem like that's just a cleaning house of the new owner. The guy wants to put his people in charge um, because this is – I know they did fail um, last year. They had that horrible loss last year, but this was the first year with Kevin Durant, and I think they are a different team from the previous year, but I think it's just a situation where the new owner wants to make his change. Uh-huh. Um, but I do think it, it is a good idea, even if you think a coach is good, to make changes sometimes when it's not working um, and just bring something else in. Or else you you change the team if you don't want to change the coach. Because I don't, I don't know, are there other examples of a, of a team staying together for like six years and then finally getting it done? I, I, I don't know if, if I can think of There's always some big change that needs to happen. I think Michael Jordan was great. He didn't win a title until they fired Doug Collins and brought in Phil Jackson. Yeah, true. Well, shall we uh, update the, the people with the playoffs? Exciting yeah, time. Yeah, we, we got our final four. Yeah, we do have our final four, and it is the same final four as the bubble. Uh, we have the Miami Heat, who did take care of business in game six against the New York Knicks, and the Boston Celtics, who took it to seven games against Philly. And at halftime, it looked like we were going to see an exciting seventh game. Maybe it was going to come down to the wire. This was on uh, Sunday, this past Sunday. And uh, the uh, Philadelphia 76ers scored 10 points in the third quarter. And um, that's not going to get it done, especially no. in game seven of the Eastern Finals. And I'm sure that brought joy to Sean to see Boston. I mean, not Boston, Philly struggle so hard, but they're done. And uh, Boston Celtics have moved on. So we have a... Two seed versus eight seed, right? Yeah, two seed versus eight seed in the East. And then in the West, the Lakers took care of business in six games against Golden State. And the Denver Nuggets took care of business in six games as well against Phoenix. And the sixth game was just a massacre. I mean, it was it was like Phoenix last year when they got eliminated to Dallas in game seven. It yeah, was 30 in, point, in Phoenix also. 30-point halftime deficit there. 76-46, uh, to 46, I believe, was the halftime score. and. Wow. And DeAndre yeah. Ayton didn't play. You know, Chris Paul yeah, still didn't play. There's and, a lot of question marks with that team as well. Yeah, um, we I just think, talked about their coach being fired. I had said last week that I listened to a podcast with the new owner. And I said he did not mention Chris Paul or DeAndre yeah. Ayton's name the entire time. It seems like he I wants don't blame to get him for rid Aiden. of him. I think Ayton does need to go. I'm not a big Aiden I think it's fan. more likely that Ayton stays and Chris Paul goes. But, I think they both should go. Um, and then you, you bring in some other pieces. Yeah. You find out who Booker and Durant want around them. Because Booker and Durant I don't, I don't trust. Well. I don't trust either of those fucking clowns. Like, yeah, I love Kevin Durant, great player, terrible choice in his career. <laughs> just well, no, I think I, I agree because look, face, look, so. look at the teams that have have like, for example, the Lakers. The Lakers didn't go out and get a superstar like Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. They got side role players that ended up being have been a good fit, like D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt. They've been a good fit at the trade deadline that those those guys that they got, and then you look at Dallas. They went out and got a superstar, traded away a couple good depth players, and guess what? They end up losing. I mean, not losing. I'm sorry. They didn't make the playoffs. Then you look at Phoenix. They go and they get a big superstar, Durant. They got rid of it. I said it from when they got it. I was like, I thought they gave up too much because they lost their depth when they went and got Durant. They didn't have Bridges. They didn't have uh, Cam Johnson. And it 
it hurt them. It showed, and they got well, eliminated too. I, I'm still. I'm not going to say it was a bad move. Um, we'll we'll never know this, but yeah. like I think Phoenix might have been the second best team in the West. They just weren't as good as Denver. Um, we we don't know yet um, to see how this next series plays out. Um, but that's just a matchup that happened. I'm just saying, some player everything just meshes together at times. I mean, it's not uncommon yeah, that you see yeah. like teams that just it's you get certain players that know their role and they do well. I mean, obviously Durant did great and it made Booker do better. But when those guys had to rest or they got tired, uh, I mean, they just didn't have other guys that could come in like a Mikel Bridges that could hold the fort down while those guys rest. And, you know, in a playoff series, it's tough because you do get tired. You're playing competitive basketball and it's not the regular season when these guys are playing 36 minutes, 34 minutes. They're playing 44 minutes, you know, and especially as the rounds progress and it's like it's you see it. You see the tiredness start to take effect. And. Uh, yeah, well, well, like you said, we'll see what happens in this next series. Uh, game one is tonight for the Denver Nuggets yeah. and the Lakers, and game one, I believe, will be tomorrow for Boston and Miami. So hopefully uh, they're two fun series to watch. Obviously, myself as a Laker fan, I'll be pulling for the Lakers, but it's not going to be easy. Denver is a very good team, and Denver, I think, is, you know, they've been the number one seed since, what, like February or something? or well, Day one, basically. But yeah. Everyone kind of got scared because they gave up on the season at the end. Um, but they were on pace to win like 60 games at some point. I, I know one of the games that woke them up was when they blew a fourth quarter lead and lost to the Houston Rockets with all their starters and everything. And I remember that next game, none of the starters played. And I remember they said how their coach just drilled into them, like just got basically, and which I think is good coaching. He woke them up basically like, you know what? We're not, you know, it doesn't matter what part of the season we're in. It doesn't matter who we're playing. It doesn't matter what we've clinched already. You have to go out there and play with you know a winning attitude. And he sent a message, and I really do think it was message received because Denver got hot again, and they they've looked like the best team overall in the playoffs. Still, I mean, they took out Minnesota in five games. They took out you know a very good Phoenix team in six, and they all their victories they honestly made it look easy. And I mean, they they've just played a very well. They're definitely I think the team to beat. I know the odds right now have Boston as the favorites, and I think that's just because. They have a you know a really good shot to beat Miami while Lakers and Denver could be a competitive series, but I do think, I think Boston the best is, team left is Denver. I think they have the most depth. And I think that the problem with Boston is just are you gonna get Jason Tatum superstar like you did in game seven or uh lesser? But it's player? all it's also the fact too that they know like they because I'll put it for example this way. Boston Celtics are last I saw were like plus one oh five, plus one ten to win it. So basically one to one odds. The Denver Nuggets were like plus 230 or plus 250. The Lakers were plus 330. The Miami Heat are plus 1400. Yeah, so Miami's the number four team out of the four teams. And, but the, look at the big difference in odds. Like yeah. those three teams are all within three to one odds while Miami goes all the way to 14 to one. So it's like there's really no faith in Miami according to the odds makers. And I don't think that bothers Miami because Miami, I think, is used, is used to being this underdog the last few years. And I think they enjoy it. I mean, Jimmy Butler might be playing. And we talked about Denver playing the best team. I mean, playing the best team basketball jimmy butler's up there for playing best individual basketball for what he's got around him and they've done all that with tyler hero gone i mean very impressive what the miami heat have done so far this playoffs yeah well i got two more nba things before we move on number one that was the end of the warriors and is it the end of the warriors that was the end of the warriors season is it the end um Jordan Poole seems very unpopular there. So really Draymond's quick, a free agent. So. While we talk about Jordan Poole, Andy and I, 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 we really started hating on Jordan Poole a while ago. Like, and I was really emphasized on how much I didn't dislike him. And this was going back a couple months ago. 
Uh, now I'm hearing it everything I listen to that a lot of people are saying that you need to get him out of there. Like he is not good. And he, it's just, he got his money. He performed at a right time. He got paid. And now we see it that it looks like he got grossly overpaid. And you know what? He's happy. He can go somewhere, maybe like, I don't know, Brooklyn or somewhere where he can shoot 48 shots a game and <laughs> lead his yeah. team to the 10th seed. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you think Draymond's going to go, though? I know that's... I don't know. I think they'll all stay together. And Who's a free agent? What's that even looking like? Like, how much years do they have on their contracts? Draymond is a free agent. I yeah. knew, Curry yeah. and Clay are Play still like is, uh, $100 million each. And they're talking about giving him less money next year, right? Well, he's owed. He's still owed. I think he's still under contract, so... Well, whenever the like $50 million time yeah. up comes, I think it's yeah. the following year. Um, but the last thing is the draft lottery is happening now as we're recording, and maybe but. At the end of this episode, we'll have some picks, but uh, that's probably something else to talk about next week. And who's going to be able to uh, draft Victor Wembenyama? Get, what a fun get name. Get prepared. The next freak of nature. Name. Yeah, say his name. You'll be saying it a lot. Yep. Um, All righty. So, well, yeah. Could, now let's move on to another sport. Sean, what do we, uh, what do we got on deck? About some baseball. Uh, no baseball this week. <laughs> no baseball this uh, week. I think I was distracted. Um, oh. We do have the NFL to talk about. All right. It is the NFL nice off fake out there, Andy. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, MLB, but- all we can talk about is one thing I'll just say really quick about MLB is American League is off to a hot start. 10 out of 15 teams above 500, including the entire AL East. So, you know, it's it's been a fun start this season. Been an exciting start. But, uh, yeah, we don't have uh, no big MLB updates. Nothing crazy happened for us to talk about this week. Uh, but in the NFL, we did have some big news, and that was the release of the schedule. Yeah. Very um, good. Some teams, including the Chargers, do a, a whole big deal about it. I don't know if you saw that video. I did not. Um, good anime-style um, video. Uh, very fun. Um, revealing who they're playing. I mean, they don't even know who they're playing. This is just revealing the schedule, including like Monday night games. Uh, but some of the highlights uh, of the schedule, or at least interesting things. Uh, the opener, always the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City. Opening against Detroit, the Detroit Lions. A lot of respect for Detroit. It's, one of the weird reasons it's weird is that it's a interconference game. There's no rivalry between Detroit and Kansas City. Um, they, you would think like they'd want to put you know Cincinnati See, at Kansas City or me, Chargers. What worries me about that game um, is that could be a thirty like a twenty like a three touchdown victory for Kansas City. I feel like opening day at home De- against Detroit. Detroit is is very well liked this year coming into yeah. the year. I like them um, last that's year. That's why they picked them. They're not they're not the bottom feeders. No, you're right, you're right. Anymore. I mean, they will be without one of their top receivers, though, due to gambling problems. Right, that is, that is a truth. Who um, even is their other receiver? Why am I blanking? Like, who's... I don't um, even remember this and, team. Uh, Sam Brown. Say, oh, yeah. fuck, how can I forget the Sun God? Yeah. Pretty pretty good player there. I had him in a couple fantasy leagues. He's a very good player. He's a guy to get this year. He'll be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver for sure. Yeah. Just saying that word fantasy football gets me excited. It's coming before you know it. We're already in mid-May, baby. Uh, so something interesting about the schedule this year, Jacksonville is playing the Atlanta Falcons in London. Was that a surprise to you at all? No. So I think that game's October 1st. What if I told you Jacksonville was then playing Buffalo in London? What if October I were to 8th? tell you, like, we're, you know what's funny is we've been trying to get rid of Jacksonville. We've been trying to give Jacksonville to London for so long. And now Jacksonville is actually supposed to be good. I've seen a lot of things that think yeah. Jacksonville can be the number one seed in the AFC this year. So what's going to end up happening is London's going to finally take Jacksonville. When they're actually a really good team. So Jacksonville is playing back-to-back games in London, one at Wembley and one at Tottenham Stadium. Um, one's a road game, one's a home game, so they don't lose two home games out of that. 
Um, but yeah, that they Jacksonville made a deal to be the London team for multiple years in a row because they had been doing it. So um, good for them. I, I think they'll just always play one London game. Um, the NFL is expanding this uh, international game thing, though. Yeah, we're playing. Um, we've got a couple games in Germany. So Dolphins, Chiefs, Colts, Patriots. That's a big uh, game to have in Germany, Dolphins, Chiefs. Yeah, at least the first one. I mean, the, the other one, maybe they're like, oh, the think they're one, in 2006. The other one, I think they're kind of like, if you guys don't come back, that's okay. fine. They're like, when are we, we got another time get... machine. We got Manning versus Brady here. And Sean, we're uh, Arizona Cardinals, Houston Texans will be playing in Qatar. Jeez. What is this? I'm like joking, they're going to spread a, a no, I'm, Catholicism I'm, everywhere or something? I'm, 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 I'm joking just because we used to always complain about how the World Cup was in Qatar. Yeah. So I just named two bad teams that are in hot places. That's only a matter that of time. There could, be, there could be another Mexico City game. I didn't, I didn't see if that was on there, but um, they played there quite a few times. Um, another new addition to this year's schedule, uh, a game on Black Friday. So the day after Thanksgiving, the uh, Miami Dolphins and New York Jets will be playing a game. Um, so they'll still be the regular Thanksgiving games. And then, yeah, one on black Friday as well. Um, and then there's another Friday game or is it a Saturday game? Mike for now, um, but either way, uh, December 23rd, the bills and chargers are playing not on a Sunday. It's like the day before the, the normal games, but at the end of the year there, that's when they play weird Saturday stuff, but, um, that's December 23rd. But, uh, what's else notable about that? That game will be exclusive to Peacock. So that's the first time that it'll be completely exclusive to them. They've had games uh, alongside NBC, but this this will not even be on NBC. So uh, they're trying more of that stuff out. You know, Amazon has their slate of games, um, but that that's that's uh, the next test right there. So good thing I bought that year round their year subscription to Peacock in January because now mm-hmm. I'll be able to nice. watch that game. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited for the next season. Nothing bad can happen. Oh, boy. And uh, also what's cool for me is uh, I've uh, never gotten to see my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, play uh, live. And they play in uh, L.A. against the Rams on, I believe it was like September 24th or something like that. Uh, No, I'm sorry. It was like October 22nd or something. September 24th is when the – or yeah, September 24th is when the Raiders play the – Steelers in Vegas, but those are both your months. So yeah, and o- way. October, I believe it's like October 22nd or something like that. The Rams play uh, against the Steelers and our, you know, company I work for producer Luke, we have season tickets for the Rams. I told him back in whenever, because they announce who your teams are going to play, but just not this, like the schedule, like the dates or anything. And I saw that, Hey, they have a road game this year against the Rams. And I said, I'm going to that game. And we found out it's a nice Sunday. It's, you know, just a regular one o'clock game. Nothing, nothing crazy about it. And I will promise you that stadium will be 75% Steeler fans. And I plan on being one of them. So hopefully September 20, I mean, I'm sorry, the day after, which is going to be the day after, which I don't know if that's October 23rd or what, but hopefully I will have a nice story of being able to have said I got to watch my first Steelers game in person. But uh, is that it for the NFL? Also, I think one that we didn't note on there that's kind of cool is that uh, the Chiefs play the Raiders on Christmas Day. Although the Raiders think, aren't that exciting, but yeah, I think I got a lot of friends. That's that like what I'm Raiders. trying to get. I think most of the NFL games are on the 24th, 
And then, yeah, the Chargers play a game on the 23rd. Because what days? Do we know what day Christmas is on again Christmas this year? Christmas is a Monday. Because it was, yeah, it was a Sunday yeah. last year, right? Okay, that makes sense. But they're then. still, yeah, they're still going to have multiple Christmas. So it's basically games. just going to be Monday Night Football. It just happened to be on Christmas. There's, but they'll have multiple. There was Christmas a whole thing games. I read about who actually owns what rights, and it's oh. like it'll be Monday Night Football, but it'll be on Sunday. And you know what? It's the Sunday Night Football will be on Saturday, and it's like it's funny you talk about that because that can actually transition to what we're going to talk about next: uh, the NHL playoffs. Uh, we are also down to our final four in that. The Florida Panthers uh, took care of business like it was obvious they were going to do when they were up 3-0 on Toronto. Um, and they are playing the Carolina Hurricanes, who took business pretty easily against um, the New Jersey Devils. And on the West Coast, the Vegas Knights ended up you know, finishing that series. I thought for sure that series was going seven, especially when uh, Vegas was up 3-2 going into Edmonton. But they took care of business on Sunday night. And the Dallas Stars did go seven with Seattle, and they took care of business two to one uh, last night, moving on. So Dallas and Vegas in the Western Finals. And what I wanted to touch on really quick was something I was listening to about uh, former player Ryan Whitney. He's part of, uh, he's one of the co-founders, whatever, of uh, something called Spit and Chicklets and stuff, which is basically the biggest hockey, like, you know, social media thing out there. And uh, they're funny guys. And he was bitching about... Uh, how he lives in the East Coast and he played, he used to play for the Oilers though and stuff. So he's a big Oilers fan still. And the Oilers were playing game six. Now, ESPN and TNT both have the rights right now to the uh, NHL playoffs. And ESPN obviously wanted to air that game because it's a game six and it was going to be a popular game. But the problem is, is ESPN has a huge contract with MLB. And there is Sunday night baseball. So because of that, they scheduled that game got scheduled to play at 7 p.m., which on a Sunday night is 10 p.m. in the East Coast. And there was these things where, you know, he was complaining, saying, like, how come it couldn't have gone to ESPN two? And you know, for whatever okay, but Ed Edmonton is not on the East Coast. I, I said he played for Edmonton. He doesn't live in the Edmonton. Okay, but I'm just saying it's it's not that that bad. No, I know, but they're Western they're basically teams. what they're what he's getting at is it's for the people that yeah. are fans of the sport that have to that are in the East Coast and can't watch. But you're right, no, it is two West Coast teams. But he went on this big thing though to say that like how uh ESPN uh TNT was willing to switch with them. Like, hey, we'll take that game so we can play it at like four o'clock or whatever. Or you know five o'clock whatever time works for you know a neutral in the country, and ESPN you can have one of our games and ESPN told them no like no we want this game we we want it and so but I mean I definitely understand but it's like you're right it would be a different thing if it was like a East Coast team or even like a team that's an hour ahead but there are fans in the East that are big hockey fans and obviously since it's colder over there and that's where like hockey's more popular but. You know, yeah, that is, that is another ironic part about this final four warm teams, uh, Florida, Carolina, Texas, and Vegas, Nevada. It's four very warm teams. Like they were saying that the, I was actually listening to a podcast. I was joking about that also and said that they're like the coldest it'll probably be is 80 degrees in Carolina or something or like Raleigh, North Carolina, wherever. I think that's where the that area is generally, I think, where these Carolina hurricanes are from. So. Yeah, yeah, PNC Arena and Raleigh. Yeah, I mean that is interesting because I mean Charlotte no, has the other two teams. So yeah, I'll Raleigh be honest with you, I didn't know like uh, what uh, hockey's weird. Carolina I mean, Col Columbus has a team and Cleveland doesn't, so it's another yeah. Go to the college town, I guess. And the Panthers don't even play in Miami. Yeah, they're Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, so 
It's the same area, but it's not Miami. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, yeah, watch out for those NHL playoffs. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting. I mean, it's I mean at this point, I I don't know. I'd probably be cheering for Vegas or Carolina. I mean, uh, or Florida, just because Florida was such a you know the fact they were like the eight seed, and then you know <clears throat> it's pretty cool seeing Vegas be uh, good. I mean, my mom lives out there now, so she's started following the Vegas hockey team because she even told me she's like. They are fanatics about their Vegas Knights out here, and it's because it is the first homegrown professional team out there for them. So, you got any Aces takes? Because they they were in the news today. No, but uh, some some bad news there for. Oh, was there? Oh yeah, we don't do WNBA no. too much, but uh, that... they, they were taking away their first round pick. Becky Hammond was suspended multiple games. Oh shit! Basically, they like talk shit on one of their players who got pregnant. Oh my! She God. got pregnant like right after signing an extension, and they said oh, some boy. mean things about. <laughs> You knew you were, you were pregnant before you signed the extension, and wow. you can't really. Hey, to it. be honest, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a slippery slope. I feel like I don't yeah. know. I mean, that's it's crafty. I mean, women are crafty, though. Well, she's saying no. That's you're you're making me out to be a. That's not what was that. What actually happened? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Wow, that's actually really funny. But, but it's, uh, it's a complication you don't have to worry about too much in uh, the NBA. There. Oh so. uh, no, you don't. Yeah, even if uh, yeah, no, there's definitely no worry about that. Um. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's uh oh, we do have a uh, one more thing. Soccer. Yes, soccer. Uh the Champions League. The uh Inter Milan played today. Uh they won the first uh game 2-0 in uh, against AC Milan and then uh they won again today and they was it 2-0 today also? Uh it looks like it's question marks. I think um, I know they were up what I wrote in my notes uh because So yeah. regardless they it, it, they were going to advance anyways. They, they won 1-0. Okay, so they move on on aggregate 3-0, and they are ready to play uh, the winner of uh, tomorrow's clash between Man City and Real Madrid, which is a 1-1 aggregate, and they play in Manchester City. But, you know, don't sleep on Real Madrid. Real Madrid just always finds a way to to get into the finals. They, they're just a Champions League team. Yeah, so what is interesting is when do they play last? Because um, this is where they still play their normal schedule, right? Oh yeah, so yeah. When, Soccer. When was the, this this game? That game was um, two days ago. This story says. Yeah, so Sunday was yeah. when they played that. So yeah, just a little bit of rest, but you know, it was against a uh, and they're and because again, I mean, they're they're tight in the Premier League. They're only four points ahead. They want to win that. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be a great game tomorrow. Uh, and winner plays Inter Milan and. You know, I have a feeling whoever wins this game is going to be who wins your championship. But, hey, it's only one game. Crazier things have happened. Inter Milan plays good defense. They do have a couple guys who have played in big stages before, like Desko and uh, uh, Lukaku. I thought, I thought that was Dirk Nowitzki. It really does. Yeah, the, this guy in this interview that we're watching really does look like. Uh, I was like, oh, he's a big fan. Oh, okay. Dirk Nowitzki. But, uh, yeah, so uh, keep your eye on that. The Champions League final is always fun. I feel like we've watched a few together. It's always a good time to just have a good excuse on a Saturday to catch a heavy buzz at like noon. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for soccer. All right, well, I think that'll wrap up our sports podcast. You've been listening to episode 324 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thank you very much. See you later.